They've gone wild. The girls have gone wild. They've, They've gone, gone wild. Wild chatter. Wild And we're back, listeners. And it's another Wild Wednesday. You heard it here. Getting First, wild. Teal and I are like the grossest women in the world. Dude, yeah, we just like had a dinner with our men and we're trying to be like all cute and Sexy. sweet. And we come up here and I have a fucking stomach ache. I'm all asking mom, Teal would you be Pepto Pismol? food poisoning <laughs> sweating yeah dude my fucking girlfriend we went out and we uh, had some fun yesterday and so we were leaving the little event thing that we went to and we were asking her for some recommendations on where to go eat and she's like oh i got this thai spot it's right down the street definitely go check it out it was the worst food that i have ever had in my whole entire life bro and then <laughs> we woke up feeling sick as hell what'd you guys even order uh well i got my um Little papaya salad. I always get papaya was salad. It good, at least a papaya salad. It was all right. It was decent. I feel like you know a place off of their papaya salad. You could definitely some places it's very like gross and watery and like kind of no. just literally tastes like lime juice mm-hmm. and that's it. No, it was decent. Some places it's good. It was decent, but I mean everything else was just shit, dude. It was I feel just like the one in foul. Westlake. Um, by Spencer's work, uh, Pookie's Thai has a really good papaya salad. Mm. Spicy. There's just a lot peanut-y. of. After I uh, lived in Hollywood and I lived right next to that Thai town, like no Thai food fucking compared. Oh, I know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's never going to like happen. the number one Thai food in like LA. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I'm sorry you're not feeling good. Yeah, that dude. And then we get up here and Jid's all. <laughs> I'm like burping. burping. I'm so She's like, oh, I'm, let me sit in this high chair for my belly. <laughs> Oh my god! My belly. Tell them what mom said at the grocery store. So unladylike. This is where we oh, fucking yeah. get it from. So something came up with she's ring the cashier lady is ringing us up at the grocery store. Something comes up. Oh, well, I, I pumped the hand sanitizer in my hand. I was like, ooh, it's a good one, and whatever. It's a so good one. I was like, watch your eyes because you know. Like that shit happens. I was every look away, no joke, because yeah, that happens. You know, it gets in your eye. Into your eye. Yeah, and it's the worst. And then I said, you know, that happened to me. I was closing the cap to a chili oil, and it splattered chili oil up into my fucking eyeball, dude. Oh my God. I was dying. I had to flush my eye. Whatever. So it was this whole thing. Flush is the proper term. Let's just pin Clarify that. Clarify that because um. So then mom is like, oh my God, yeah, just recently I was, I was supposed to go to the emergency room and what did she say she got in her eye? Why can't I think of what it was? Oh, hair. No, it was some, it was a chemical, I think, like bad. I don't, I don't know. Let's just say it was a cleaning chemical, bleach or something. It might've been bleach. So she got fucking cleaning chemical shot into her eye and you know what? She's, she's telling the story to the lady at the, the fucking, cashier. Yeah, the cashier. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, so you know what I did instead of going to the emergency room? And the lady is like, oh, what'd you do? Oh, my God. She's like, so I I took the uh, the shower massager down and I sprayed out my eyes with it. And I'm like, I'm like, hold on. You're like looking at her. You're I'm like, looking at Mom. her. I'm looking at the lady like, did she catch that? And I'm like, I mean, it's not a shower massager I'm like she's talking about the hose and the girl's face was like you're like oh. she's talking about the attachment yeah and the girl's face was like oh and mom's like well 
could be a massager. Ew. It was just like and this awkward masturbation moment with this old cashier lady. So I was funny. like, oh my God. foot in the mouth moment. Always love a good foot in the mouth. Always with mom, dude. Yeah. She's Can't the take fucking her worst. Anywhere, bro. On a bummer <clears throat> note, this year has been whack. Right, 2022, man. We're, I thought like we are not off to a good start. All of those memes, but in 2022, well, bro, I feel like average. everyone keeps setting us up for failure. Everyone was like, "Don't worry about 2020, guys. 2021 is going to be so much better." And 2021 was just like a repeat. Everyone's all yeah. Then 2022 is just 2020 also. Yeah, ex- two. Yeah, yeah, two. Two is it also? Yeah, and it has been honestly like this year. Has has been like very slow first very of all slow. january a lot i feel like we're money. already like halfway through we're only in fucking Two february because yeah. we've been through so much um yeah there's been a loss of cash flow and you know no one has cash between anymore. everything everybody i know like construction workers everybody they're like dude we're so slow like we have no fucking my business right has really slowed down i'm still busy but it's very yeah. slow oh dude like um at all the way up to Christmas, it wasn't just like, ooh, the holidays are here. Mm. It was like all of the months, I was like, dude, I am so fucking busy. I need to get more people in my salon like now to take on this overflow clientele. And um, it has just, once it hit January and I finally got some girls to throw clients at, where the fuck are the clients? And yeah. I'm like, I am so sorry like i feel so bad that like, there's so like busy, no fucking clients it. to throw you right now I, i'm like i am not taking them so anybody who i can send i will you know i'm still not taking them like i've got enough to get me by but it's at the point where like i might even have a few gaps and openings but i'm still passing the clients along because i feel bad like i'm like right you guys have nobody right now yeah, i i will help out fluff their sketch well yeah because i want my girls to grow and i want the you know salon to be busy and flourish and i'm happy with what i've got i'm happy with my clients yeah. you know I want to keep my girls happy. I've even been paying for all of these promoted ads through Instagram. Oh, nice. Well, they so, say, you know, you keep your employees happy. Your business will run itself oops. because, you know, you you take it, you scratch their back. I'm trying to scratch their fucking backs, but scratch girl, back. I'm, I got to tell you, they're dropping like flies. Uh, so, yeah, one of my girls, my newer girl, I really fucking love her, just recently decided, like, dude, that my clients are not following me here. Mm, it's, like, not really making sense away. for me, yada, yada. And I fucking love her. Like, Ugh. she is great. I want her to work out so bad. Um, She's like, I don't know, man. Like, I might have to go down to one day a week now. She doesn't want to, like, try to rebuild, huh? Well, no. I mean, it's not busy enough right now to rebuild. It would mm-hmm. be stupid, you know? She's already has, like, some chunk where she's at and whatever. So... I was like, yeah, like I'll talk to, you know, the other girl that you share the room with. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out, whatever you want to do. And I talked to the other girl, and then she's like, I got to put in my 30 day notice. No. Yes. So you lost two. Yeah. Fuck. I gave, I gave the, uh, one of them, like, you know, I was like, let me know if you want to keep the one day a week. Like, we'll just, you know, we can always play it slow, like, whatever you want. And then, um, the other one, um, I offered her part-time. I was like, if you really can only do part-time, then we can do that. We'll just figure it out. So I've been posting ads. I got some nibbles. I got like two girls interested already, which is cool. Yeah, that's like the scariest but, thing about running your own business. So, dude, I'm going to have to come out of pocket like an extra fucking $1,500 or something. I don't have that I, kind of money. To as, a, as a business owner, how do you, um, aside from like, you know, being normally stressed about the money and stuff like that, how do you handle the, um, the mental stress? stress of 
trying to like what do you do becoming a boss because uh, it's like so much this? different having a baby of a business rather than coming to work and collecting a paycheck well renting at a suite was a whole adjustment right like you own your own little mini business you have a little room that's easy you pay your rent you keep it clean you keep your clients happy mm-hmm. you run deals if you can you mm-hmm. just try not to On fucking your own in the yeah you try to zone. float it um which I was like, this is fucking awesome, but I would love to own one of these places. Everybody always wants to have what More. the boss has. Yeah. So I became the boss and I opened my own. And yeah, I didn't fucking realize that it is very hard. You have to make sure you can pay for that place by yourself because people do drop like flies occasionally. Um, my tax guy wants me to open, make my business an LLC. That's going to be a whole other monkey. Like you have to hire a fucking... Uh, sometimes an assistant. You got to get somebody running the place because you can't be hands on and run the place. You got to have you know somebody working on your ads and website shit. So you got to hire somebody for that usually, unless you're techie and have no life and you can do it at home at night. And I, I'm not good at computers. It's just a whole other monkey. So this has been a whole learning curve challenge. Um, I feel like I always have a task and like a giant to do list. And once I finally get through that. I'm like, okay, now I finally have time to start this online school that I want to build and yada, yada. And it's like, then something else gets smacked in your face, you know? Yeah. This year has just been, aside from the business, you know, my business of this year has been insane. Like, I almost lost my dog. Mm-hmm. My fucking dog almost died. Not just ran away, like, almost fucking died. Got sick. Um, A couple of my fucking number one best friends closest to my heart are going through a hardship. They're possibly going through a breakup. You know, mm-hmm. possibly a state move, like all kinds of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got loved ones who have passed away. Like it's just yeah. been something like left, right, after the next. Yeah. How about you and your One friends in your circle? Like has it been? Yeah, I had a friend who um, seemingly so was going to go through a breakup. It looks like they're going to be working on things now. But I mean, I don't know. I try not to get too involved in my friends' relationships. It's just hard when you love somebody so much to not, you know, gather a biased opinion on what their wh- spouse. Yeah, and like what you what you want for them it's and how like, they're being treated. It's like, dude, I want you to be happy. I know you very well, and I I can see with my eyeballs that you know this situation's not good for you long term. And then it's really hard for you to bite your tongue and be a good friend and not say the things. Yeah, like sorry, I think that guy's fucking selfish. Well, yeah, it's or like, whatever. Like, sorry, like, like, I think that that guy, you know, didn't handle the situation well, is continuing not to handle the situation well. And, and why the fuck are you staying type of thing? Well, dude, and he, it's like, it's not like it's a problem and then he works on it and then, you know, they fix things and then it's like a different problem. It's like, this is the same fucking issue yeah, over and over and over around. again well and it starts to get to a point where it's like look I, like i'll be your friend till the day is long i'll support you with whatever decision you make but stop fucking crying to me about the same thing that you're unwilling to change oh advice i hate holes. it i hate it i hate when somebody comes to you for your opinion and then is like well don't you think and then they fight it yeah as well like, or they ask for your advice and then they don't take it or they at, or something will happen and then you say like oh, okay like let me coddle you blah blah, blah. like yeah. i hope you feel better and then the same thing happens again you're like okay like let me coddle you i hope you feel you already know that this is going to happen yeah you're like and then i start to get doing this again? well i get a little frustrated and i get a little um just like disappointed yeah it's just like bro i i'm not i'm sorry like i want to be here for you but at some point you have to take responsibility dude this i've is literally kind of lost friends too. for that yeah bro reason like all through high school yeah if they kept doing the same fucking shit and coming to me and saying the same fucking shit i was just like 
It's like, dude, I can't, I can't do this with you anymore. Like, no, I, I cannot with your over and over again, same dramas. It's exactly. just, I can't. Exactly. And it's like, look, if you make the conscious decision to stay with somebody who you have multiple times complained to me about, and then you also don't want to fix that problem, you just lost the rights to actually complain to me about that person now. Because I still care about you. I actually care about you so much that it's more aggravating to watch you deliberately hurt yourself and then come to and ask me to coddle you over it. I'm not going to Mm -hmm. anymore. I lose my sensitivity at some point. Yeah, I get that. And it's out of pure frustration. Other than like boyfriend dramas... What else has happened? Um, Yeah, we're having a really hard time with the shops. We have two shops. Uh, We used to have three. At the salon? Yeah, with the salon. So we had two, two, and then one closed. We had one, and then now we have two again, and then now she's thinking about closing it and just doing one again. So there's just like all these things. Oh, my God. Which location does she want to close? The small one? Mm, Yeah, my favorite. The OG, man. Yeah, it's so close to your house. Bro, I'm bumming hard. You don't like the big one? I love. I mean, no. I mean, she could move. I all love of it, them but I don't. The big one, that is though. what she wants to do. I mean, it makes more sense. Why would you have two locations and be paying? For because them? the other one, everybody is already conveniently there and walk. Yeah. Okay, here, here's a perfect example. Okay. So we have two shops that are a ten minute walk apart, right? So this girl shows up to my shop, and she comes in and she goes, "Hi, blah blah blah. I'm here for you know Stacy." And we go, "I'm so sorry. Stacy's actually down the street." It's very close by. It's a 10-minute walk. We'll call them. We'll let them know that you're going to be, you know, 10, 15 minutes late if you yeah, plan you to drive. Yeah, you to the wrong location. Yeah, you're at the wrong location. The client straight up says this. She goes, well, how long would I have to wait for someone to see me here? Mm-hmm. We go, it's going to be about an hour wait. And she goes, that's fine. So this girl would rather wait 60 minutes than walk 10. People are lazy. People are lazy. People like what they know, and they know where this shop is, and this salon has been I mean, here for 10 years, and they, they want to come here. Every time I tell somebody, I oh, I also work at the shop 10 minutes down the street, they're like, ugh, just don't ever leave this one. Like, they don't want to. So I'm yeah. very like, fuck, I mean, man. if that one was gone, though, they have to go to the other one. Or they can just start going to a different salon on that street. There's yeah. there's a men's barber shop on that street. There's a salon. I get it. It's a worry, but it's it's very terrifying like because I a, just started feeling really comfortable. Yeah, I know. But from an owner's like aspect of like having multiple locations or like me, I'm like, why the fuck did I expand? Why did I get so excited about expanding? You know, um, when it was just perfect the way it was, type of thing. It's like, well, I'm stuck in this new lease. And the yeah. other one's ending, so yeah. you have to I know. make a choice. I get know? really scared about that kind of stuff because... Smashed it all um, into one. Well, for a long time, I too wanted to do what you were doing, and I wanted to open a salon. And then, you know, it was just... I had to come to a decision where it was like, do you want to have a business of a baby, or do you want to show up and collect a paycheck? And I got to a point where I was like, I did the business of a baby for 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to have people under me. I was never able to successfully find employees to work under me. Um, so I just, it, you know, when I was faced with that choice and that decision, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go the easy route. I'm going to collect a paycheck, Mm -hmm. which seemingly so has been a great choice for me. I've had, yeah, so many people tell me like, don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. Jade, don't do it. Like you're going to regret so much work. Like let other people's projections of their fears stop you from what you're doing. How many people told it and it failed or Yeah, but how many people told us not to do a podcast? Oh yeah. And then, you know, it's like every single day we're, we're getting more people, more followers, more traction. Like, you know, things take time and there's going to like in the beginning, you know, we've already been doing this for a year. In the beginning, there was a little, there was some slow patches. There was some learning curves. I don't know. I just think, you 
you know, the longer you stick with something and the more time you put into it, you know, you're going to reap the the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like, like I've, I do not regret opening my place and expanding. Like it's no, gr- but it's, it's just that I you're at a point right now it's where a, it's making you it's work and it's a scare and it's scared. Yeah. It's making you scared because, you know, actually, this is actually a really good point too. I had gotten my, my personal TikTok deleted and I was really bummed out about it because things just had seemed to be going so well for me. I was like really seeing the fruits of my labor on my manifestations. Everything that I was journaling and manifesting, everything was starting to come true. Mm -hmm. And um, a dream that I've always had is that, you know, this podcast blows up and um, I would love to be, you know, TikTok or Instagram famous. I just always have thought that that was so cool. And then, so to see my TikTok well, like, rising. Do you mean like make money off of it? Or do yeah. you mean like just have a, a big following? Because like, you already had the big following. Like, not just the big following. It's like, yes, to make, make a that, job. Yeah, to make it like a, another source of income. Like an influencer. And, and to also have a platform uh, where, you know, I'm able to voice my opinion that people appreciate, which is what my TikTok was turning into. You know, I was starting mm-hmm. to get this little community of people that were like, they were liking my shit talking they were liking my little funny one-liner quotes like i i was being appreciated for my art which i really that's the only thing i've ever wanted in life is to be deeply understood you know yes and so i just like it was it was just so cool like everything was like finally starting to fall in place for me and then it got deleted and i wasn't able to log into it i had violated some of their terms and conditions and um <laughs> of course you know me and but the point that i'm trying to make of that was that i could have very easily because this happened to me before i could have let it like stifle me and i could have cried and i could have gotten like real upset Mm -hmm. but instead i swallowed the pill and i was like all right that sucks my account was doing really well and got deleted but i'm not gonna be upset over it i think that if you want something bad enough in your life that you have to look at it from the point of you have to be okay with it being completely taken away from you Mm -hmm. and it's not that you wouldn't be sad or that you wouldn't be um, your heart wouldn't be hurt if all of your dreams failed and everything got taken away from you. But it's almost like you have to imagine yourself being stripped of everything that you've ever wanted and completely being okay with just being you. So when that it's seemingly small, but to me it was a big deal. So when my thing got taken away and my TikTok got deleted, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take all this energy. I was doing very well on that platform and I'm going to put it into our um, wild chatter one. And then uh, after about a week of putting some time and focus and attention into another artistic platform that I was already, you know, training myself how to be good at. Now I'm reaping all the rewards from that or rewards from this. We have over a thousand followers. We started with 11, seven days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're starting to get even That's more traction. huge growth. Dude, it was fucking awesome. And then at the end of it, guess what happened? At the end of all that shitty thing that happened. So we got two good things that came out of it. And I got my fucking TikTok back. Oh, your personal? My personal is back. So I think that the point that I was trying to make with that whole kind of like story and the lesson that I learned is that it's amazing to have goals and you should always like reach for the highest of your goals and like set yourself a high standard and fight for that. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to remember that like that doesn't make you. So like your salon and all this stuff, like even if you were to fail, like that's not going to make or break or define you in any way. Like these are all just lessons and things that you have to learn along with life. And it's part of it. And, um, you know, the fact that you just wake up and show up every single day and you look at yourself and you're like, I 
have to do this. Like I literally can't allow myself any room to look back and say, Hmm, had I have, you know, went to work on that extra day, I could have gotten in that extra client could have made more money, but I chose not to you not making that I chose not to choice is you choosing not to fail. Yeah. You have to show up every day. Yeah, and so, like, with the fucking TikTok thing, I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like, my platform got deleted. I'm just going to literally do the same exact thing on our new platform. And then it ended up working out very well. So I was I was happy with the life lesson there, I think. That's awesome. I'm glad that you got yours back. And, yeah, I'm not – I don't have any regrets about opening and expanding the salon. But, yeah, I am going through a little bit of a hiccup that has been racking my fucking brain. But, you know, I posted, and it's like – I've been fucking posting and posting, trying to get this last room rented out for quite a while, right? And I was holding it for the girl because she was like, I think I'm confident I can take it in a month. So I was really holding it for her, which I was like kicking myself in the butt like, dude, I could have put somebody else in there by now. And like, I need the money, right? It's just fucking sitting there. But I waited for her. And then when she's like, I can't do it. I'm like, damn. Like, like that really blows because now I just like lost so much money. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I decided, and I was like, you know what? I did post a lot before that. And where the fuck are the renters? And now I'm posting all of a sudden I've got all these bites. So things are happening again. I think we're getting out of this slow lull that has been January and February. Well, I think a lot of people like whether it be weight loss, starting a new business, um, trying to get TikTok famous. I think that people (laughs) get so caught up in like the hiccups and the fear and then when they get tripped up on something they're like oh my god i can't do this you know and then the self-doubt starts to kick in and it's this big negative spiral and it's like check it out before you start to mentally deplete your entire fucking life just by one bad negative thought and it's all stemming from your fear just remember like look no matter what you have to show up and if you keep showing up and you just keep doing what you know is proven to work Mm -hmm. even when you're in the darkest times you'll pull yourself out of it yeah well, thanks, man. That's motivational as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll get there, dude. I, I believe in you. You're you're an inspiration to me, so you'll figure it out. I have no doubts Sweet about you. you say. I'm not worried about you. I'm ready to push harder and just get through this, you know, lull. And I hope that everything else with our loved ones and animals and everybody else in the world gets well, yeah, better. Yeah, and I mean, I also just want to say, like, this whole, I don't know what is about to happen with this, like, World War Three possibly approaching, but if anybody has any loved ones that are out there being affected by this, or if you yeah. yourself has been affected by this, or if you are from the Ukraine, or anything like that, our hearts definitely go out to you, and our prayers are with you and your families. 100%. Um, at this hard time, you know, there there is no words. It's just, this has been a, what's happening. We're off to another hard start, guys. So hopefully our little positive message can kind of keep everybody afloat. Remember, just don't let, don't let the fear and the negative thoughts creep in. You got to stay up, stay positive. What are some like little activities that you like to do when you start to like feel frustrated and you, you, you want to like take yourself out of like that, that work and like uh, me, project I like space. To, I like to blast some fun music. Okay. First. Always. I like to, while I'm blasting the fun music, I like to clean the entire house. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> Which sucks, I know, but blast the AC, blast the music, put your hair in a bun, put on a little outfit, whatever. Clean the entire house. Um, and then you can like cook and 
dance if you want to, a little salsa if you feel like dancing, if or like dancing. if you want to relax. I like to toke a little bowl, take a bath, do a face mask, you know, a little self-care, a little self-love I think is very important. And all of us forget to do that, you know? So one thing that I would definitely like to point out if you guys are dealing with any kind of depression or if anything from this year has been weighing you down, um, small wins, celebrate your small wins. Someone told me this. One of my personal mm-hmm. trainer friends actually told me this. Small wins lead to big victories. That was how I finished it. So he always said, celebrate your small wins. And I say they lead to big victories. And a small win can be, I woke up and I made my bed. I woke up and I folded my laundry. I woke up and I did this and I did that. Now, you know, seemingly so on a Monday, you make your bed. That's not really a big victory. Yeah. But, but every day you doing small tasks and marking them off of your thing over time, it's going to build your confidence. It and feels then good. it feels good. It feels good to get into a routine. And yeah. And, th- and then those things is what leads you to the big victories. And, it, it you know, it's a part of that showing up every day. But something that I like to do when I get a little stifled in the reality of life is something creative because when I do something creative, it's, you know, a creative outlet, you feel good. But at the end of making that creation, it's more of like a, like a confidence, like, wow, look at what I made. Like, I am now capable. And so once you're associating these good feelings, your good endorphins, mm-hmm. um, you, it puts you in a better mood. I like for it. Me. Well, thank you for that. And I think the listeners will really enjoy that. You know, I hope that everybody else is, having you know i would also like to uh leave us on the last note Mm. that i for the first time had my butthole eaten oh (laughs) yeah she wanted to get nasty really quick and cheer you guys up i did i did um i don't know what you think yeah it's cool she liked it it's cool i would do it again you are, go again. You've got a uh, wily temptress downstairs yes. waiting for you. Yeah, he's wild. That's good. Yeah, I like it. Too bad like he doesn't it. live close by. Yeah, I'm just going to have to like Marry drain him. him. <laughs> drain him for all the good sex that he's worth now. And drain then the main vein. Fucking hold out until I get to see him again, I guess. Well, thank you guys for always listening. And we hope that we can cheer you up and... Yeah, it's not always fucking bright rainbow over here as well. You know, like we go through shit too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not always someone eating your ass, you know. The good thing is that, you know, there's always more to come. Yes. So, all right. So get out there, get creating, make your beds and get your salads tossed. Have get a great buttholes day. All right, guys. And just to wrap that up, we want to say thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of Wild Chatter. Please like and subscribe and follow our new podcast for our newest upcoming episodes. Also, follow us on Instagram at Wild Chatter Co. and slide into our DMs with any funny (laughs) stories or feedback that you may have. Yes, you might have a chance to be featured on one of our upcoming episodes. All right. Thank you so much. Signing off. Oh, yes. Yes.